we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. If you'd like to help us out, you can simply give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or perhaps your company would like to financially support us. There are now a couple of ways for you to do this. You can buy some advertising sponsorship from as little as $100 per month or you can now make fully tax-deductible donations via Functional Arts. Head to the website to find out more, thevalepodcast.com.au. <laughs> Welcome to The Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. Happy Stray Day, Charles. <laughs> How are you? Good. And yourself? Tremendous. I said that to Morgs this morning at the Australia Day breakfast. How are you, Morgs? Perfect. Oh, geez, that's lofty. <laughs> Maybe Perfect. <we> get- <laughs> Maybe we should get him in. I know. Then I asked Lena, I said, how are you? She went, good. Not perfect, but good. <laughs> <laughs> that's after she had to lug the chairs over. Yes, well, because yeah. Morgs is retired now, so he's spending all his time with his beautiful wife. I don't think she's that enthusiastic about it. I feel like we can't talk about this on the podcast. Uh, no, I would love to get Morgs in, though. How funny would he be? Well, there you go, Morgs, if you're out there. I think I Lena listens, doesn't she? They know. probably both do. I'm not sure. Anyway. Morgs, yeah, you're retired in. now. Come, come in. in. You've got nothing to do. Exactly. Oh, bless him. Australia Day Awards. Let's talk about those, shall we? Yes. Do you want to or do you want me to lead this? Oh, I thought you're, we were going to talk about... You're struggling, aren't you? You poor talk about, thing. We are going to talk about uh, Loft and that kind of stuff? Yeah. So for people that didn't... Oh, no, you live streamed it, didn't you? Yes, so, we did live stream it. Uh, people that didn't see it, Loft were down there and so was Jack. You can still see it if you want to. It's on the Reba Facebook page. Yeah. And it's on the podcast Facebook page too. I shared it to there during... Oh, okay. Just to try and reach more people, you know. Uh, yeah, good. Mm. Good on you. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thanks for that pat on the back. <laughs> so, uh, that was down there. And um, bacon egg sandwiches and dumplings. How good's mm-hmm. that? Yeah, dumplings not so good for breakfast. I mean, I love dumplings yeah. and Jack is apparently bringing me some in. Ooh, soon. Yeah, very soon. Mm. I also have to go next door for a citizenship ceremony. Which is 15 minutes away. Yeah, I can't do the citizenship ceremonies anymore. Why? So you're not a citizen. No, 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 no. In the past, so the legislation is that only mayors can officiate citizenship ceremonies except for the Robinvale Ward Councillor in Victoria. Oh, uh, now there's no Robinvale Ward. Exactly. We don't have a Robinvale Ward so is, anymore. Is the mayor coming down? Yes. Oh. In fact, he's probably nearly here. Um, so he had to start very, very early, early this morning doing citizenship oh. ceremonies in Swan Hill and now is coming to Robinvale to finish off. What about the COVIDs? The COVIDs what? Oh, you know, if he's a COVID, he could be a super spreader. Well, he could be, yes. Actually, well, he was <laughs> in quarantine. Well, so he was in – while we go. were out camping, Charlie, he was in well, Queensland, yeah. had to quarantine. So I got to sit yeah, and chair my uh, first meeting as – as a as my, as deputy mayor. Wow! If you there don't you mind, yeah. Oh, so why can't you do? Uh, why can't you do it as deputy mayor? I'm not quite sure, but oh. well, it's it's it has to be like the CEO or the mayor. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, which is uh, which is a, a shame because I quite enjoy the citizenship ceremonies here. We are so lucky to have Sue Smythe who yeah. does everything yeah. leading up to it. You don't have to do a thing. You literally go there, shake a hand. Thirteen, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. There's always a fair few in Robinvale. Is that? Can I just can I go along? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's open to the public. I've never been to one. Haven't you? No. 
There's not I much. Was born jo- here. It doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> yes. no need for it. But I thought, like Una, the last one that I did, Una w- got her citizenship. Oh. Been here forever, had yeah. just never got her citizenship. So it doesn't. It, there's not much to it. It's yeah. shake your hand, get the gift, um, have photos, and they love the photos. What so. do you get? Um, you used to get a tree. Sometimes you get like a sapling, a gum tree, oh. the certificate. No um, medals. No, no medals. Why would you get a medal? We just got a medal. <laughs> you got a medal. AV gave everyone medals for what? For our uh, hard work and dedication. Wow. For last year during uh, COVID-19 and wow. the bushfires. Huh. Yeah. Good job. Congratulations on your medal. Everyone got one. Mm. Okay. Well, congratulations, everyone, that yeah. got a medal. <laughs> well, you know what? Yes. Uh, I'll put my team manager hat on. Everyone in Mildrew, you've done a really good job this year. Everyone in Robinvale, you've done a really yeah, good job this year. I don't know what they do. Yeah. So yes, you do. Don't. Oh, wow, you've t- lost touch already. <laughs> with the common people. You've lost touch with the common man. Yeah. What yeah. a shame, Charlie. Yeah. Norto, Emma, you're doing a wonderful job. Do- Actually, well, Joe, I must apologise. Joe texted me last week wanting to come on um, and because we're quite sporadic because you're all over the place um, and because we've had politicians come in and out, I haven't even replied to him, so I will, and we'll get him in next week or the week after to talk about um, the stuff. The AV stuff. Yeah. Summer which, Smart. Oh, play your part. Which you've be done. Summer Smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which you're the face of, so don't know why Joe wants to keep uh, you anyway. I was on ABC Radio that day too. Were you? Yeah. Oh, your celebrity is mm. spanning far and wide. Yeah. Well, anyway. I didn't hear it, so if anyone else heard it, let me know. Mm. So back to Australia Day. Oh, yeah. The winner of... Winners. Yes, And now we we've do. got a drum roll. We do have a drum roll. Uh, we're going to go to the juniors first. Mm-hmm. So it was Nathan Zapia and... And Junior, were the juniors? No, what is his real name? I can't call him oh, Junior. Well, everyone knows him as Junior. Yeah, I know, but I want to say his real name. Sorry. Uh, and I would be—I I wouldn't do it justice pronouncing it. Yeah, sorry, either. Junior. No. And the Reba <coughs> Citizen of the Year went to Luke Benham. Yeah, that was a long. <laughs> that was a long time. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Mate, I hit search. That's the first one that came up. Oh no. Sorry. Yeah. At least I have one now. Um, spoke well. Yeah, he was good. Spoke very well. I was very impressed. It's like he's done it before. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. But when you look back over his time, you know, and it's only the last 12 months, he hates public speaking, but he's done a lot of it in the last 12 months. Yeah. He's done Rotary. He's doing Rotary Swan Hill and this weekend. Well. And he's doing really well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's terrific. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't much of a turnout, I suppose, because of what were the strict restrictions? You can't have any more than a hundred. Obviously, all the the physical distancing and things like that. Can't do sit down. Couldn't do sit down breakfast, which is why the loft fan was there. But I quite enjoyed the loft fan yeah. and the real coffee. What was there last year? Um, Mick Pitt usually oh, does Rotary. it. It's, it's oh, sit Rotary down. And Rotary usually volunteer. Yeah. Um, well done to Julianne, who is like a one person committee. Yeah. Like. She's done so, and she has said she's not doing it again next year. That's it. She can, uh-huh. She'll pass it on to another community group, which is probably fair enough. It's a lot to pull together. But I thought today went really well. Paul Costa played, um, told some stories in between all his songs. Yeah, it's good. Luke spoke. It was pretty casual and laid back, but it's Australia Day, so yeah. happy days. Well, um, Arnie Rose was really good. Arnie Rose was fantastic. Mm. Bless her. Yeah. Yeah. I love Annie Rose. She's one of my favourites. Um, back to school. School is back for the college on the 29th. Yes. Which is Friday. Day after tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why go back on a Friday? I don't know. I think it's something to do with the department um, 
So the teachers have went back on Monday this week, I think, yeah. or even last week or the week before for planning. And then the kids have one day and then they have the weekend. So one day um, – because they're not going to do anything on the first day anyway. Yeah, but... And then they go back and get stuck into it. St Mary's don't go back until Monday. Yeah, which is... Yeah. Which is makes sense to me, but the preps, and I have a prep this year, um, they only go Monday, Tuesday, and they have Wednesday off. Oh, yeah. For the first six weeks or something. That's all right. But yeah. Thursday, Friday as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. I never had Wednesday off. Did you have Wednesday off when you were in grade prep? No, I can't no. remember No. I feel like I just went all the time. <laughs> You probably did. Yeah. Mm. So that's exciting, but Peyton's been going to the vacation program that RDHS do, which has been fabulous. Fabulous um, for me. But he's really enjoyed it too. Yeah. What's the age range for that? So um, school age, primary school age kids, even oh, if okay. they are. So, so even year six? Yes. Oh. Yep. Um, but Peyton hasn't started school yet, but even for those going into prep. So um, Tannen and Axel Higgins. Oh, there, yeah. I've been there. They've been away. Funny kids. Tannen cracks me up. Um, they were there last week, but Peyton – and he turned six in a couple of weeks anyway, but it's primary school age kids. And same for out-of-school hours. So he'll also now go to out-of-school care one or two days a week. Where's that? It's the same place. It's the, the place in Watkins Street across from St Mary's. Oh, okay. The hall yeah. there, yeah. Um, which is fabulous. And the ladies do such a good – like, he's really enjoyed it. And he's so chronically shy – I didn't know whether he'd actually want to go, but... Did you say there was a basketball court? There's yeah. a basketball ring, ring out the front, oh. yeah. So they've got the the front's all under shade. Yeah, yeah. Um, but some of the, the first day I came home and I'm like, what did you do today, mate? He goes, we played this and we went trapping things and was all getting excited. I'm like, who did you play with? He goes, well, I don't know their names. Uh, <laughs> like, didn't oh, have time to ask their names. Exactly. I love kids. Oh, I don't <laughs> know their names, but I've got new friends, Mum. Yeah, oh, they're okay. kids, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, and that's been – it's been so good for me the last couple of weeks. But, um, yeah. Oh, good times. Yeah, good times. And you're back to umpiring? Yeah, I didn't think I'd get a chance to – well, actually. Playing tonight. I opened my big mouth. Well, I didn't yeah. open my big mouth. So, Beck Harvey had asked me if um, I was interested in playing. And I'm always interested in playing basketball. I'll, I'll play a game wherever I can get one. Um, but because it was – women's was Tuesday, I, I said, well, I'm not going to be able to do Tuesdays because I'm yeah. always and in Swan Hill. And it's only four weeks, five weeks, like five weeks, weeks yeah. or whatever. Turns out the first two Tuesdays, I've been here anyway. Oh. So, Shan said to me yesterday, and I've played under Shannon before and I really like Shannon as a coach, that get your he- <laughs> bloody mind out of the gutter, you idiot. Anyway, <laughs> I appreciate Shannon as a coach and I need to be coached. So, he said to me yesterday, well, do you, you want to play? Listen. Yeah. Oh, good. Of course I listen to a coach. I am coachable. It's part of being uh, a decent player, Charlie. No, I didn't think you were. Do as you- <laughs> anyway. You know what? After your performance last night, you have not got any right to be taking the mickey out of me. We didn't have a coach. Would it have made much of a difference? Yes. Okay. Anywho, so yes, I'm playing for Calabasas tonight. Mm. Mm. We, did, we did well, I think. Mm. We ain't lost by 30 points. Yeah, only 30 points. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> It's good to see Leon back. Yeah, to be fair, we were playing probably, I dare say they'll be probably on the better team. Who are the, who are the other few teams that are in the men's I don't know. Comp? I'll next week. So there's Okamos, Hornets, Robinvale United, Heroes. Yeah. Steve Bowden played last night for Heroes. Him and Ricardo. Jeez, so, Ricardo's got big. Dirty dog. Mm. Why did you ask? Oh, yeah, because you asked yeah, him to play I for Okamos. Back to his roots. Yeah. Uh, oh. Slap in the face. Well, he did play last night. And they beat Robinvale United. 
Oh, there you so go. By two points, which was uh, interesting. Um, and that's about it. But we do have a couple of these. Unpopular opinions. 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 What? Unpopular opinions. In different languages. Opinioni impopolari. Is that the Italian one? Yeah. That's really funny. You've got an unpopular opinion. Yes. So... Do you imagine if our listeners listen to, like, the Hottest 100? I don't know. I was I went to the pool for a big swim on Saturday and thought they would have had the Hottest 100 on, and I did ask, why is the Hottest 100 not on? And they kind of went, oh. Mm-hmm. And these are young people, like Kyle's age, Murray, Johnny Cassidy, you know, that yeah. age group, and they were like, oh, did, well, it wasn't top of mind. So I don't – I really don't know. Well, anyway. But you do, Charlie, so that's all that matters. Yes, well, that's an unpopular opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe the hottest 100 Triple J is an unpopular opinion. Uh, it's the biggest musical democracy in the world. Oh, my God. Okay, yes. yep, anyway. But you've got an issue with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me, as a 40-year-old white man. 40-year-old? She's that's generous. 40-something-year-old. <laughs> uh, none of my songs... Well, no, some oh, of my none songs... of my songs got on, so they're wrong. Well, no, some of my songs got in. Uh, no cup sport. But just like, no uh, cup sport at all. Not even a top 200. Told you they're crap. See, that was... But this is going to be the unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. Tame Impala. Tame Impala are not a band. Well, they are a band. Oh, they are, but... Have you ever seen them live? I'd rather jab this pencil in my eye. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about Powderfinger. <laughs> yeah, see, I quite like Tame Impala. Mm. I don't know whether I... They all sound the same. Yeah, of course they do. But like I said to you earlier, depending on what their label is... Mm. Label Schmabel. So why... Label Schmabel. So if it's a mainstream big label... So so then why uh, Triple J, who was supposed to be, you know, down with the kids and independence Mm. and all that kind of Mm. stuff, Mm. why are they playing the game? Well, if if people are voting for them, it's the biggest musical democracy in the world. And if people are voting, that's where they go. But But these big labels have formulas that sell music. So you have to have a hook within 30 seconds. You have to have a constant melody, blah, blah, blah. All these. There is a formula that is um, a very specific formula that record labels use. And I only know this because I worked in the industry for a long time that they use to get played on radio. And if you get played on radio, then you sell records. Yeah. Simple as that. Another one is Lime Cordial. No, Lime Cordial. I'm not even going to call them by their real name because, they're, again, they're another. Wait, do they call themselves Lime Cordial? Yeah. I'll stop it. It's Lime, Lime Cordial. Cordial. Yeah, Lime yeah. Cordial. You're not, you're not fooling anyone, buddies. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Lime Cordial, though. See? Like the yeah. drink. Oh, the drink. Yeah. Yeah. That's about How it. How good's Cool Cordial? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to do that after this. <laughs> Go buy some Lime Cordial. Right. So we cordial. had some more. <laughs> Is that your, they your only unpopular opinions? Well, well no, it's just mainly Tame Impala. But I thought I'd mm. chuck in. Lime, Lime cordial. cordial. <laughs> <laughs> Just because. Because <laughs> they're up there. They're on the same trajectory. Pro- I think you mean trajectory well, that is one. the word. I said trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Oh, Charlie. English is not your first language, not, and that's okay. Yeah, no. So, Ali and Fiona Patton, no relation to Mike. To Mike. <laughs> 
<laughs> different spelling. Uh, they were in last week to have a chat about all sorts of things. It went for over an hour. We so this? No, we haven't played it. I played Anne Webster because she was in last week uh-huh. as well, uh-huh. um, which was fantastic. She made Robin Vale, as she does often, um, made Robin Vale last stop on her way back to Mildura. So huh. that was good. Um, but well, Fiona, which other way is she going to go? Fiona and Ali, what did you say? Well, where else is she going to go? Well, it's but at least stop? she stops. At <laughs> least she stops in for a chat. Um, but Fiona and Ellie were here to talk about Rategate. And, oh, they come, um, they come down all. Yeah, 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 they were here. Oh, we had coffee nice. at Loft and then took them for a walk around Robinvale. We talked about the vacancy tax. It's a tax from the state government that doesn't get enforced, that perhaps should. Uh, we talked about – so Fiona's just won a uh, court case against a uh, online – troll uh, against online harassment. So we talked about that and talked about Ali's case that's currently in the court. So we just kind of brushed on that. Um, we also spoke to Anne Webster as, as well about how vicious these trolls can get and all sorts of things. So um, we are going to go to that right now. Now, if you want to hear the uncut, so Fiona pulls no punches. She is. Uh, she used to be part of the sex party and she has a very colourful history and is full of personality and holds – does not hold back. In the uncut version of the conversation, she talks about packing bongs, porn, <laughs> and all sorts of things. So we talked about hemp as well. The only people that can hear the full version are Patreon members. Oh, no. So if you are a Patreon, you can hear the full uncut conversation in your Patreon feed. Everybody else gets a very, very uh, short version right now. Ah, good. See you after the break. <laughs> An update on state politics with state member for Mildura, Ali Cupper. Again, not a serious journo insight, but they look like they're having fun, so that's something. An update on state politics with state member for Mildura, Ali Cupper. Again, not a serious journo insight, but they look like they're having fun, so that's something. Very funny, although journalists are not known for their sense of humour most of the time. (laughs) Ali Cupper, how are you? Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy Easter, Happy Australia Day and all the rest of it. How are you? And happy birthday! It's your birthday! It is my birthday. I forgot, actually. I was reminded of that this morning. Um, My husband forgot. My son forgot. We all forgot um but that's fine because that keeps with our family tradition we just we're not birthday people but yeah thank you i'm 41 (laughs) well i got told during the week that you don't get any celebration or presents for your 41st Really? Apparently, yep. Who told you that? My husband told me that, so I've noted it in the diary for his 41st birthday Good. and shall regurgitate that quote <laughs> to him then. We're also joined by Fiona Patton, MP. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you, Jay. So nice to have you in Robinvale in our studio. I'm very pleased. It's illustrious and I am thrilled <laughs> you to have lie. been welcomed into this rather smart place. Look, it's getting there. It's a work in progress. Yeah. But from what it was 12 months ago, it was an office that got used for, I don't even know what. Um, And now it's a community studio and we're actually broadcasting to the Middle East this weekend. So That is really exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. Little old Robinvale, Mm. you know, supporting the troops in the Middle East. I know, it's great. And but but kind of probably fitting for a former, well, not a former, for a soldier settlement, Mm. you know, having that war Mm. history and connection. Yeah. I think it's awesome. And a Hall of Famer, of course, a Country Music Hall of Famer. 
Who's the connection? He's the one that Paul Costa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know, I mm. know. Brilliant! It's a great opportunity for Paul. I mean, he is so talented, mm-hmm. and and probably you know probably deserves to be playing to some you know bigger stadiums. Actually, yeah, he probably deserves um, to be traveling around gigging at the moment. Yeah, but. yeah, I know. Oh well, what do you do? Yeah, wait it's, for it's been borders. one of those. Yeah, that's mm. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, vaccines being rolled out, so that's good. And you know, we've, you first. We've got. <laughs> We've got, I'm happy to do it. Um, and also, you know, it's it's been really good this week too because Fiona's been doing some lobbying for us um, on on the border issues, you know, and, mm. and the need for um, a national approach and more consistency and predictability. Um. Well, <laughs> next one we will um, talk about though is the hemp seed trials mm. that are happening now. Like this seems to have come about really quickly. This whole hemp seed, which is so exciting. It's mm-hmm. it's really exciting and it's just, I mean, look, it, it hemp has been around for thousands of years and, in mm. fact, you know, when Australia was first populated by white people, um, they brought hemp seed ah. and they grew hemp. Mm. Um, in some jurisdictions in the United States, it was against the law not to grow hemp. Really? Because it was, it ran the Navy. The navies ran on hemp. All of their ropes were made from hemp. All of their really? sails were made from hemp. All of their all of their uniforms were made from hemp. Huh. And it was actually, you know, it was dictated yep. um, as being in the national interest for everyone to grow hemp. And in fact, there's many people who can who think that wh- while Australia was developed as a penal colony, it was also developed as a hemp resource because most of the hemp that the UK was using came from Russia. Right. And there was, you know, yeah. there's quite a few battles. The Russians. Yep. The Russians. There were mm-hmm. quite a few battles going on. So, yeah, so it's it's a really welcome to re- to see the return of this plant mm. and to see what what is happening up here where they're testing out what is the most suitable strain for Mildura, what is the most suitable strain for the Mallee. And it's an amazing crop. You know, it doesn't use a lot of water. Mm. It produces this very high-protein seed that you can also make oils from, That, but it also can act as a cover plant. Um, and then if you grow some of the more fibre-intensive uh, hemp, you're then talking about building houses with yeah, it, building and, cars. Yeah. I was going to ask, is it the same coming from a farming background, you mm. know, that if you grow one grape, one grape doesn't sit on the table, it doesn't make wine, you know, there are all these different varieties. So as far as hemp goes, does that plant, are there different varietals that make the medicinal oil, that make the the fibres, that make the textiles, the a- all that stuff? Absolutely, absolutely. And because it's quite a, you know, it's a, it's a plant that grows in from – all over the world. Yeah. So as I say, it grows actually in you know in Arctic circles mm. in in Russia through to really um, hot climates in in India. So it grows everywhere. So yes, there are definitely different strains. And if you were to build, if you wanted to build houses from your hemp or hempcrete or all of the other phenomenal oh. things that this fiber fibrous plant can do grow mm. can do, um, you'll be use, you'll be growing a much taller plant. Mm. Um, when you want to harvest it, when you want to grow to harvest a, a seed, that. Um, You'll you'll use a different plant. You'll use a a, a a shorter growing plant that has a higher higher seed yield, but you'll also find some that have got a, a that are richer in CBD oil. Yep. Um, and that's for medicinal cannabis. Yeah. That's it's we we still have some regulations that prevent us from extracting some of the oils out of the plant. 
um, because we're not allowed to extract, we're not allowed to use the leaves of the plant for food for some... Why? There is no reason well, this why. Is, and this there is, is no reason. That's right. And this is part of the problem you see. It's the stigma around it, mm. you know, and, mm. and that's one of the things that we're really trying to break down. It's the stigma about hemp, mm. you know, um, because it's so versatile. It's so sustainable. You know, we can grow it in a hot climate um, with with much less water than, say, if you were trying to grow table grapes. Mm. It has so much going for it. And correct me if I'm wrong, but there is a difference between – and I'm going to get really kind of primal here, but there's a difference between the marijuana that you pick the buds from to stoke a bong. Yes. And there's a very big difference between that and the the hemp that's harvested for seed, fibre well, and all the rest of it. Right. I mean, the, the, even the, the medicinal oil, the, isn't it? The, it's different. The hemp, the hemp plants that, that, are, that are being used in industry now, they contain no THC. Well, maybe a trace of THC, which is the psychoactive in the cannabis that <laughs> you can say, Fiona, it's use. fine. You yeah, can yeah, say yeah. the fun stuff that you might bong on with. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Fiona Patton just said bong on on my podcast. <laughs> Job done. Um, this is not that. Yeah, this right. Is a very low THC. It will have it will have some medicinal qualities, and mm. that's certainly something that is being exploited at the moment. Is looking at how we can extract C- the CBD cannabinoid, which has been found to work really well for people with anxiety, people yeah. with um, muscular dystrophy, yeah, epilepsy. And you see that. examples of this everywhere, even mm. when the oil is not legal in some places, if they're able to get drops of this, and I can think of cases where it's been given to kids with things yeah. like um, muscular dystrophy and, you know, conge- congenital heart defects and things like that where it's had life-changing effects. Mm-hmm. And and what, one of the other things that's really exciting is that CBD – oil, which again, it's it's going nuts in places like Europe. There's some regulatory issues here that need to be addressed. Mm. But Australian Primary Hemp has has said, based on its trials, that the hotter and drier the climate, the better quality your Mm. CBD oil Mm. is. CBD Mm. oil is incredibly lucrative. Now, Mm. who's got a hot, dry climate? We do. Yeah. So, so, you know, you just think about the possibilities here and, and yeah. that's why and, – and I just want to say, you know, I mean, the Industrial Hemp Task Force was something that was set up this this term, mm. um, co-chaired by myself and Fiona and ag- former Agriculture Minister Jacqueline Symes. We're excited to get Marianne Thomas on board as well. But this was all on the back of Fiona's extraordinary work – she had one vote in Parliament in mm. the last term and, and it was Fiona that spearheaded the medicinal cannabis laws, yep. uh, something that has long had consensus a- across the community. The community can you, – you, you tell the community, look, this is the difference it could make for this little child with epilepsy. Yeah. The community is going to go do it. Yep. But, of course, it was a political hot potato. Fiona got the government there. Mm. So so when people say to me, why did you form the Reason Coalition, Ali? It's like because this person is a rock star. Yeah. You know, and the reason we're having a talk now about industrial hemp and the reason we're getting it so you – know, it's, it's advancing so quickly is partly because of um, Fiona's skill and ability. And so that's kind of, you know, why we're working together. All of our Pacific neighbours mm. being California, Alaska, yep. Washington, um, Oregon, Canada, mm-hmm. Mexico, New Colorado, Mexico. Yep. Point. That whole mm. West Coast mm-hmm. has now legalised cannabis. Yep. Massachusetts is legalising it now. Um, Arizona 
is legalising it. So you've got, wow. red, you've got red states now legalising cannabis because they've finally come to the understanding that prohibition has not worked yeah. and they are better to regulate it, control it, licence it, tax it. Yep, tax it. Tax it, <laughs> yeah. Colorado, it is now free to go to university in Colorado because of the tax on cannabis. Imagine if we could do that in Victoria and make university free. Imagine. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we actually are just starting an inquiry into the use of cannabis in the Victorian Parliament, and I think this will this will be a <laughs> Sorry, real that test. conjured up all sorts of images <laughs> <laughs> mentally for me, the use, use of, of cannabis, cannabis in, in Victorian Parliament. Parliament. Yeah. Well, but that's, let's hope. Let's that's hope where my that mind that's what we'll see. But, but, the, but the, what we're asking in that is how do we keep cannabis out of the hands of children and criminals? Mm. Now, when you ask that question, um, much as Canada asks that question, one way to do that is to legalise it, regulate it, licence it, control it. Yeah, tax it. And and, tax it. and also, I mean, I, this this is not this is purely anecdotal because I'm not an expert on this. But if there's one way to kind of make something exciting, it's to make it illegal, yeah. isn't it? You know, mm. so if suddenly it's it's regulated and you get it from the chemist, that's a bit boring. Well, <laughs> you know, it is. You know, like, yeah, imagine could, that. You know, Colorado has got a similar population mm. to Victoria and what they have found is that they have seen um, use amongst young people decline. Yep. Probably for that exact because reason. Because it's, yeah. Because their grandparents are using it. Correct. <laughs> so it is just not <laughs> cool. And I just don't understand when you look at the effects of alcohol not only on the body that's consuming it, but the flow-on effects like mm. family violence mm. and, you know, all of those issues, it comes back to politics. Yep. And that's that's always what seems to be the kicker. And mm. it's the same with planning, and we'll talk about that now, the planning issues that we've seen here. It seems to me that it's it's all politics. And it's and the rate gate thing that, that we um, mm. spoke about yesterday that's a problem that's been around for and has been talked about for years and years and years. That's right. And it's such a hot political topic that I think it's been put into the, the too hard basket. You know, every government has just gone, oh, well, this is too hot politically. We won't touch it with a 10-foot barge pole. And and it's about – that's true. And I think part of the – part of the look, when, when you say it's such a hot issue, it is for us, but it's not in Melbourne. Not yet. So, no. and, and that that's part of the problem. Mm. And I think if you were to tell – some of the the latte sipping folk of Brunswick mm. that the farm where that that avocado or that almond milk came from mm. pays ten times the rates that you do yep. on your inner city apartment. Mm. They would be flabbergasted yeah. and, and would understand that that is not fair. Yeah, that's that that right. is unfair, yeah. and that we do need to find that balance. and And that's what governments should be doing. I mean, mm. you sh- you know. Everybody should have the same rights to 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 good roads, to swimming pools, to libraries, to childcare, to child health care, mm-hmm. all of those things. But you shouldn't have to pay ten times more than city folk. Do. Correct. Yeah, it's that's exactly right, and that's more will come out. Um, there is a petition at the moment that we've put up on our website. It's on the Facebook page. It's on. Great. Thanks, it's, Jade. it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, and there's six hundred signatures. But to me, I'm like. 
It doesn't sound oh, like we, we need, need to push that a bit that. more. Yeah, I mean, we, we we did a we did a train petition. This was years ago. Um, you know, like before I was a state MP. Anyway, yep. we did a train petition, and it was over summer, so it was between it was seven weeks between um, you know December and January. The summer wasn't that summer wasn't like this summer mm. where basically we're all in jumpers. Mm. <laughs> that summer was really hot, so not a lot of people were out. We were still able to get seven thousand signatures. Wow. This wasn't an e-petition. This was a little oh, stand near the was, card table. Yeah, right. Yeah. We got 7,000 signatures in seven weeks, right? Wow. But on our e- e-petition for rates, 600 signatures. Mm. I wonder so, why. Uh, well, I, I don't know, but but all, all I can do, we can do, is just mm. keep on promoting it mm. um, because we know how, as you said before, it's a hot issue mm. because it's such a scandal. Yeah. Like, and, mm. that, and that's the word that keeps coming up when we talk about this. There's no other way to describe it. Mm. So, yeah, we need to we need to get people signing that petition. And, and I've said on radio this week, if you've ever whinged about rates, and I reckon there's a lot of you oh, out I reckon there, everyone that opens <laughs> their rates need to, you, you need to click in that petition, you know, and, and you need to sign it and it will take three seconds. Yeah. The other issue that we need a louder voice on is regional planning schemes. And I never thought I would be so passionate about planning schemes. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it, I am like now. That sort of thing on Spicks and Specs when they've got to read from something really boring but sing it. Yeah. It's like they could do planning because it yeah. just seems like one of those quintessentially boring things, but it's actually not and it's really important. It's but really it's, important. And it's, it's so frustrating when you know that we have a housing shortage in mm. Victoria, in Australia, mm. and we have a homelessness issue in Australia, and largely that is connected to our housing shortage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No surprises there. Yeah. No surprises. Mm. And yet, Governments have levers. Mm. Governments have levers like planning yes. to, um, to, ca- to provide catalysts to housing development. And Correct. From what I'm hearing yeah. up here, they are not using those levers. No, they're not. And, and it's been one thing from a council point of view that, you know, we've gone to the departments and – they're not listening to this. You've been so. banging on doors. That's right. We've been, been banging quiet. on doors. We I'm have sure brought they people do here. To this. I'm yeah. sure they listen you'd to your be, podcast. You'd be surprised. Religiously. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they do. They will when I start bagging them out. But it's it's <laughs> one of those things. Them, don't yeah. you? <laughs> they start listening then. Yeah, exactly. But it's one of those things that again, it, it, if we've got 30 acres of dewatered <laughs> land that won't be that's owned by a single owner that they want to subdivide for rural lifestyle blocks. Why don't we want rural – can someone please tell me why in this climate we wouldn't want rural lifestyle blocks, especially in Robinvale where there is land overlooking the river. I want a rural lifestyle block overlooking the river. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It it, it makes absolutely no sense. And and certainly when we would – you know, I'm chairing the the homelessness inquiry and when we were speaking to regional areas, they were saying, you know – Lack of housing is not just a city issue. Mm. Homelessness is not just a city issue. It is a regional issue as well. Um, Sometimes it's more hidden in the regions. Mm. Sometimes it's less visible. You're not seeing it on the street. Mm. But it just seems bizarre that we will be hearing that from homelessness organisations, from welfare and health organisations, and yet then I'm hearing Mm. that the government is saying no to rezoning unused land so it could be used for housing. Yeah. And 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 look we've we've worked on um the Muldura, some you know the Moya mm. um issue uh, a lot you know with Minister Wynne in in the last you know 18 months with success 
but it's been a really difficult process. You know, it, it, it's taken a lot of persistence. It's mm. taken probably nearly an intervention order by the minister's <laughs> office against me. So, so, but but we we've nearly got there in the end. Um, but there's still some fine tuning that we need to do. Robin Vale is next cab off the rack. Yeah. So, so mm. that's what we want to do now. We, mm. we, we have sort of been able to get a bit of a feel for, for working on this issue, which buttons to push, who you got to get on the phone, all that sort of thing. Um, Fiona has a great relationship with Richard Wynne, um, has done a, an enormous amount right. of work with him, especially with the homelessness inquiry. We've just got to elevate that regional voice in Victorian yeah. politics. Mm. Um, and, and doing and politics differently. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um, yeah. So let me ask you this. As far as being part of the monarchy goes or having a complete restructure, now that we do have our own identity and we probably don't have a head of state, mm. what do you think? Uh, definitely. I, I think, you know, the, the public is behind this. We we do not need to be tied to the apron of the UK. Mm. It is it is ridiculous. It is it is ancient history. We are our own country mm. and we should stand independently and we should become a republic. Yeah. Um, and then we get a new flag. Um. <laughs> it's taken this long into the interview. I know. I only just remembered that I had the... <laughs> I, know, I know. I was too busy well, going, holy win. shit, she just said that. We should win porno story. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I got a little bit sidetracked. I was stunned. Um, but with something, and you're right, a new flag, a new national anthem. Yeah. And I've got one picked. I've got the flag. Like the flag to me, sh- shouldn't it be the Aboriginal flag? I like the Aboriginal flag. I also just like the Southern Cross. Like, Oh, I- God, that conjures up all sorts of images of bogan tattoos though. Yes, sadly, you've just given me that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think so. So, so my view on it mm. is probably a little bit more conservative in in the sense that that I think that if if we go to if we go too far, we won't get it across the line. Mm. So I, mm. I I believe in becoming a republic, but but I'm sort of more in the camp of we can become a republic and become independent without changing the flag straight away, without necessarily changing our currency, without necessarily changing our you know our some of those even public holidays, for example, you know, like there, there's ways we could do it that aren't too mm. radical. I, I believe um, that that we, we should do it, mm. um, but that we don't need to attach the full um, no. regalia to you know it that, just yet. And, mm. especially, and this is me being a politician in a very conservative part of the world too, mm. and I have a real sense of this from, mm. from the people that I talk mm. to, um, and I think that that's a much more realistic proposition yeah. Bring a lot more people along. Mm. Something that completely throws all those cards into the air. Yeah. Given that the national anthem's only 30 odd years old though, can't we like it's not it does not stir any emotion. It's a bad song. Mm. It, it it is a well, well that's that's true. I mean, I've always thought I am Australian would be a nice Correct. One. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think that our, our new national anthem is already written as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah correct. That song. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, but I think that um they're, they're sort of almost like separate conversations. I think the, mm. the Republic conversation is just about, you know, it just no longer fits. I mean, we talk about modern regional communities all the time, a modern contemporary nation like mm. Australia. Mm. It, it just and feels wrong. It feels I, wrong. And, yeah, and yeah. my understanding is it yeah. doesn't it doesn't mean we leave the Commonwealth either. No. Well, so it. we it's can stay part of the Commonwealth. Of yeah. But we don't you. have to have this system of mm. government. We don't have to have a, a monarch a, 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 a 
a foreign monarch yeah. as as, as head our head of, state. head of state. Yeah. So we can we can maintain those ties. You know, the Canadian system or we'll use that one because there's a few others that have both the prime minister and the president mm. as the head of state. Yeah, yeah. And you're like that to me for a modern multicultural country that is no longer a penal colony, which is why we were settled in the first place yeah. um, and all the history that goes along with that, um, I just think it's time that we go enough. Yeah, yeah, enough. that's right. Let's, let's look at something else. That's right. Um, so, yay. Agreed. <sighs> There's so much to think about. There's so, like it's, we could sit here and talk uh, talk about this for hours, but Jimmy's sending messages going, hey, we and need to really wrap up. I think I just heard a knock up. at the door too, yeah. so Jimmy's getting really <laughs> <Okay>. serious now. <laughs> fine, fine. We will right, wrap up. How long does it take to get to Menangatang? Oh, you got a Menangatang. Mm, oh, yeah. fun. Oh, it takes 20 minutes from my house, so maybe half an hour. Okay. Half an hour, yeah, 40 we'll minutes. there in 20 minutes. Ish. Okay, yeah. Yep, Enjoy. Ellie, well. happy birthday. Fiona, thank, thank you for you. coming. We will see you next time and continue this um, amazing discussion that's now going to be a podcast on its own. So thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Jade. Building a new home doesn't have to be stressful. It should be an experience you enjoy that you can put all of your energy into knowing that in the end you'll be living in your dream home. At Fisher Developments, it is possible. In fact, anything is possible. Fisher Developments specialise in building beautiful homes to suit your family, style and budget, but also taking into consideration your lifestyle. They have multiple residential developments in progress right now in numerous locations. But if you're looking for that specialist and personal touch to build your dream home, then it's worth giving Craig a call. Fisher Developments are HIA and Master Builders of Victoria members, so you can be sure you're getting only the finest workmanship. Don't stress, your perfect forever home is just a phone call away. But start with going to fisherdevelopments.com.au. Fisher Developments, developing dreams. fisherdevelopments.com.au. Oh, it's Australia Day and we're nearly exhausted because we've all been up since silly o'clock, but the Mayor's here. Good morning, Mr Mayor. Morning, Jade. How are you? Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm fantastic. Excellent. I haven't been up since silly o'clock. What time did you get up this morning? I don't know, seven? Well, on a public holiday, that's to some, that would be silly o'clock, wouldn't it? It wasn't six o'clock. No. So four new Australians in Robinvale today. Absolutely. And um, look, this... Um, it's the third time I've done this, um, and I'm so thrilled. It just gives you such a great feeling when you see the looks on the the, the new citizens' faces. They are just so happy. Um, they just want to be here. They want to be part of Australia. And uh, just ten minutes ago, you know, a, a young lady come up and just said, you know, she's going to do her best for Australia Aww. and be the best she can. And I thought, wow. Isn't that That nice? That is just fantastic. So, you know, that that really makes it. um, Last year was such big numbers before COVID. Mm. Um, Similar thing in Swan Hill. And, um, look, they all want to be, they all want to be just a part of our community. And uh, that just does, you you just feel so good about that Mm. um, and welcoming them them into into Australia. Mm. And they've taken that big step and uh, committing themselves to to us and our values and and our lifestyle. (laughs) It was good. I've never been to one. It was really good. I liked it. Yeah. It was, yeah. Like you said, it, uh, just when as soon as they got their little certificate, yep. they yeah. looked so happy. It was great. Oh, yeah. oh the beaming faces. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's the bit. That's the beaming faces. They're just so happy. And how good were they singing? Charlie yeah. was like, 
Gosh, these guys they can, can sing. sing. Yeah. Like, no offense to you, Bill, but they kind of, they kind oh, of shown your eyes. I know I wasn't even downwind when the singing stuff was handed out. I know that, and I thought I've got to lead this. How am I going to do it? And I've just found out chatting to the um, new recipients there. Um, is uh, the head of the choir. I was going to say, oh, they're part of the choir. I was going to say, so that makes sense now. That's why they're all in perfect harmony. Yeah. Yeah. But that recording, that Australia, that Advanced Australia Fair recording they've got in there is in a weird key. As far as singing goes, it's What's hard to find. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to find the right key. Anyway, it's in a weird key, I'm just saying. Yeah. I feel like they didn't have the No, problem. they didn't have yeah. a problem. Yeah. But yeah. again, they're yeah. part of a choir, so they yeah. made yeah. their own anyway. I had um, the experience with that, with that choir. Mm. Uh, there was a different leader of the choir here several years ago and um, um, my wife's uh, had relatives here in Robinvale. Okay. And uh, we come up for, for something. I can't quite remember what it was. I think it was either an, a wedding or an engagement, one or the other, and they were singing, and I had never heard anything like it. They're phenomenal. They were they phenomenal. They are phenomenal. Really good, um, yeah. Oh, really, really good. Um, but uh, We should get them in here to do a recording. Oh, you, you could, could you imagine easily. the sound in here? Oh. That'd be awesome. Uh, oh. But, well, we've got funding. Um, I haven't told you, Bill, but Network House have got funding to finish this studio now, so we're awesome. half soundproofed, but we've got funding to do the roof and the other wall and upgrade the microphone. So oh. once all that's in... Oh, if you get the reverberation... Yeah. Part of it, if you get the Actually, reverberation out of the, out, mm. out of the space... Yeah. How did Paul oh, go? You can, sit, you can do I it. I didn't listen to it. Oh, it was fantastic. But how do you go? You good? Yeah, oh, it was you, great. It sounded good? It sounded great. It's unfortunately Zoom. See, when you live stream, these platforms compress audio uh, anyway. Yeah. So I had it running through the desk here doing the production for him, which ran it through a compressor. And now, after we've had a chat, we're like, in the future, we'll turn compress. Anyway, we'll do a bit of other stuff to make it sound crisper. But once it had been compressed a couple of times, on the other end, it may have been a bit muddy, but I had it recording in here just through the desk here and it sounds spot on, yeah. spot on. Um, and he can hear the difference when you walk in from the passageway into here now oh. and the sound the oh, just huge, deadens. The huge difference. Mm. You know, but yeah. I often talk about my, the house that I built. Yes. Which was, had the acoustics, mm. acoustic ceiling in, in one section and not in the other. Mm. And you just, until you actually experience it, you don't know how good... Mm. A properly designed acoustic um, building can be mm. well with six kids. You need proper <laughs> acoustics. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Well, we were, we were, uh, we started off in a house that didn't have any mm. acoustic uh, abatement, and mm. I swore black and blue that I was going to build one. Mm. So, and I did. And it was rammed earth too, wasn't it? The old house was yeah. rammed earth. Yeah, uh, you know, a settler's home in the Mallee built in 1906 out yep. of uh, rammed earth, uh, which is uh, like burnt limestone, which mm. was the sort of a primitive concrete in those days. Mm. So they built it uh, layer at a time at about with uh, boards about a foot high. Mm-hmm. You go and lay out the whole. And it's very place. much back in vogue. Yes, so. I see that, but mm. I don't want to live in one. No, <laughs> I bet, but it is very much back yeah, in vogue. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, so. as far as heat and coolness retention, mm. isn't yeah, like really one of the best good. Yeah. But, yes, um, yeah, a lot of trouble with damp, um, and of course, it's pretty hard to do a renovation. Yeah, yeah. started so yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but I did build double brick. Yeah, right. Which is which gives you all your yeah. everything you need. Yeah, and um, if you're acoustic ceilings because you've got parquetry floors, mm. uh, so you've got solid. Uh, walls and floor, you need that acoustic abatement mm. in the ceiling. And it worked absolutely fantastically. And that's the same sort of things in the new library here, which we were talking about earlier. Yep. Um, in most of it, except over the conference room, which is 
Strange. Very strange. <laughs> and, uh, the bit where you want it. Yeah, yeah, the bit where you want it. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, I think I took you down there, didn't I? Yeah. Just to show you the difference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you'd wonder mm. why that Me happens. being a sound nerd. Here, listen to this. Everybody else is like, yeah. what are you two doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. This yeah. side and this side. Yeah. yeah. So difference. Yeah. what else is going on council-wise? Still early in the year, I suppose. It's still early in mm. the year. Um, we'll uh, get up ahead of steam. Um, of course, it's been a fair break and um, we're, we'll have a, uh, a number of assemblies and, of course, um, Compliance with the new local government act, so there'll be a whole heaps of uh, um, new policies and procedures to to keep coming through mm. uh, that have to be done by. The it's like dates. hours of funds, funds yeah. reading, hours of well, funds. Well, policies and yeah. procedures. Well, last time we dealt with them in block, which yep. we can do now. Yes. Um, so if there's a whole heap of uh, similar policies and procedures. Yeah. Um, we can just deal with them four or five at a time, if yeah. whatever they are. So that saves us mm. a lot of time. Lucky for us, though, Charlie. Uh, uh, we generally a lot of the policies are one pages, but policies are important because that's what sets the standard, yeah, that's and that's right. what sets every. That's what sets yeah. us up. Yeah. So as you might find it as thrilling as sticking needles in your eye, <laughs> for for councillors it's actually quite important reading. Yeah. Um, but for council meetings, if you can deal with them all in one block, then yeah, happy days. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But it uh, is important stuff. Yeah. yeah no, I'm sure. Yeah, they're great. They're great <laughs> guidelines. Mm. Yeah. And uh, it, it goes along. You know, uh, uh, it's the it's sort of like uh, it's how the council plan sort of works. It's the back, yeah. it's all the back office. Of yes, that. it supports yeah. all that, mm. um, and and as well, um, all the um, statutory requirements are all reflected in those policies as well. So mm. um, it crosses that sort of boundary, those two boundaries, and uh, joins them up. And um, yeah, there are our guidelines for the whole of the organisation. Mm. So there you go. No, I'm, I'm all over policy and procedures. I <laughs> yeah, have to I bet follow you are. You, you we, be, we have to follow be. them to the T. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah. So we are. So we spoke to Ali and Fiona Patton was here. Uh, we spoke to them at length about Rategate and the Rategate, yes. the rate scandal that's been going on for forever and a day. But um, there's a strategy that's been put together now. So that will come to assembly for discussion. Yep. For discussion, mm. yes. Well, as you said, Jade, um, raising uh, money for local government. Uh, and the returning of your taxes has been debated for many, many decades, in fact. Mm. Uh, there's been other things, things tried, um, but essentially um, we um, kept pretty poor. That's mm. <laughs> a so, good way to put it. <laughs> um, and we uh, really, well, in one respect, it, it means we really have to work hard to justify our taxes yeah. um, to get them back. It also engenders a sense of... Uh, uh, fiscal um, rectitude in, in one respect. Uh, if you get profligate, you haven't got money uh, to put with grants mm. that builds mm. infrastructure mm. And, and, um, and provide the services for your community. I think a lot of people forget uh, grants are given one-to-one. -one. Mm. So if you're running an efficient organisation and you've, you've retained as much money as you can within your organisation, then you have that money to put to grants. Then you mm. can put your grant wires to work. Well, we've got this money here. Oh, we can get money over there. We put them together. We provide the services for our community. Mm. So um, whilst it's great to get out and say, well, let's spend, 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 mm. we also have to have a certain amount retained um, that then we can apply for grants for grants whenever they drop out of the clouds. Mm. Like it's sort of un it's untied money, mm. but this is the way the system works. Um, it makes us work really hard in terms of justifying what we get because you don't get every grant you apply for. But if your case is good and sound... You will get it, and we've we've found that, you know, and that's why we've got 
50 million dollars worth of work to mm. you, you, you apply it and no one to do it <laughs> and we're going to be struggling to do it yeah that, isn't that a fantastic situation it's a great to situation in. to be in but the yeah. other thing with rates is as well and we talk about how how the rate revenue is allocated it also means that i mean this whole rate gate thing comes about because councils are finding themselves now not in a financially sustainable I suppose, workflow at the moment because they're working on providing all those services and getting grants and, and upgrading things. They're not being able to maintain assets and renew assets and things like that, which are things that need to be done as well. So financial sustainability for councils, not just us, that you see it all the time where councils end up going broke and end up in administration or other things like that. So it's really important and as, as much as people will go... God, how boring. It's actually really quite important because this is how you're going to get roads renewed and this is how we're going to keep being able to provide public toilets or renew the public toilets and we've got a strategy out there at the moment. Um, I know, public toilet strategy, please. Settle down, Charlie. Yeah, no, I'm super, <laughs> I can't believe that. <laughs> but that's the kind of thing that that makes – and again, it's one of those things I didn't realise I'd ever be so passionate about rates, but I pay them. I'd like to be able to get more out of them. Exactly, and and the, and this is the differential between city and country. Mm. Um, you know, city uh, country residents you know, paying you know, upwards of double what city residents ten do. times in some cases. In some cases, so we you know, we've got um, low populations or sparse a sparse sparse population. We've you know, say for Swan, uh, Swan Hill Rural City Council has three and a half thousand kilometres of roads. Well, some of those city municipalities. Got eighty. Mm. I think the smallest three hundred and fifty or something. Yeah, yeah. smallest smallest is, is some minuscule amount. They also have the ability. So it goes on people density, doesn't it? Though, in that, uh, there's a formula. It's not one thing or the other. It's a mixture of yeah, you know, population density, geographic area, and yeah. yeah. Uh, we're in a rate capping environment. Uh, that's that's one thing that uh, holds back, and, and and that's a good thing mm. for us. That's a very good thing. That again, that's in, 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 um, ensures a fiscal discipline. Mm. Um, but we don't have the access to other revenue. Um, Melbourne City Council raises fifty something million in parking fines. Mm. Well, that's more than. That's, <laughs> yes, that's, they do. That's double what we pay. That's double our entire rating revenue. Mm. Um, so we don't have access to those that sort of funds. Um, we have a huge proportion of our uh, of our uh, expenditures on roads. Um, our, just our uh, to collect rubbish. It's got to be done over six thousand square kilometres mm. um, versus a. <laughs> Ten or twenty square kilometres in some mm. of the cities. So when yeah. you've got to, you've got to pick up every five metres, and in the high rises, <laughs> you have to pick up every metre. Yeah, well, we've yeah, we we are behind the eight ball in terms of providing services. They are always going to be more costly, um, but however, we do produce a hell of a lot. We contribute to the state and federal economy, and I've been on about this mm. the whole four years of being here. Uh, we deserve our taxes returned to us. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we produce something like $1.5 billion worth of um, irrigated and dry land agricultural produce. That's without our, uh, our um, manufacturing. Um, every truck that goes down that road, and I've said it a thousand times, is someone else's job. Mm. And there are thousands of trucks that go out of this municipality uh, almost on a daily basis. So there's got to be a fair and equitable distribution of the contribution we make to the state and federal economy and... Um, how we address that through the rating system? Um, uh, we just want equitable you know, equality right across, you know, the co- you know, in terms of rate contributions. Mm. All right, Bill. We'll let you get on with your Australia Day. Thanks yep. for coming in today. No we really appreciate yep. it.
you going to make some more trips up to Robinvale in the coming months? Yes, I talked to the CEO uh, um, yesterday. Yep. It was, and um, we've discussed it, so it's on his radar, and um, we'll, we'll get organised in the very near future. Excellent. So if you need to have a word with the Mayor and the CEO, <laughs> then uh, feel free to contact Council and get Sharon to put it in the diary. Yep, in the diary, <laughs> and uh, get your questions organised. Um, or send them to us. We can always ask you exactly. on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't want to... You put on the spot on oh, no. broadcast. Why? We do it to Dr. Webster. We do it to Ali when people have got questions. Oh. Huh. Can't say why. Sorry, Bill. I tried to stick up for you. That's all right. <laughs> He's fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> Righto, Bill. Happy Australia Day. Thank you very much, and happy Australia Day to you too. Yep. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.